Your day has just begun. Yeah. But for DJ and PK, they're just hitting their stride. It's time for all your headlines from the night in sports. As DJ and PK tell you what's trending. Trending. Are you ready? ready? On 97.5, 1280, The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Yeah. Hashtag college football. Oh, sure. That's uh, always a conversation and, and blocking out the noise and, and just uh, being concerned with us right now and, and improving as an individual and then improving as a team. And so, yeah, we uh, we don't focus or talk about, you know, where we're ranked or anything like that at all. We do expect, you know, we have the goal of winning the Pac-12. That's an expectation that we place on ourselves and that uh, is in place. But as far as where we're ranked uh, in the top 25 or where we're not ranked or where we are in the t- Pac-12 expected to finish, we, we pay no attention to that. There you go. That's Kyle Whittingham talking about expectations, man. Over the weekend, he insisted that he's not backing down from that comparison of 2019, the team that lost the first close game to SC and then blew through the rest of the South on the way to getting blown out in the conference final title game to the Oregon Ducks. We'll see what this team can do. They check in at 24. Alabama won, and good, good for them. Pay for what you get, I guess. Uh, Pac-12 with decent representation for whatever it means. You've got Utah at 24, the Sun Devils at 25, SC at 15, and Oregon at 11. I was surprised that Washington wasn't in there. That's just going to be my mantra this season, that we're sleeping on the Huskies. We'll see if it turns out to be uh, true or not. If I'm way off, which wouldn't be the first time, won't be the last time. But those are the rankings that came out. Give us something to talk about. BYU, among others, receiving votes. Have an opportunity there to get in quickly if they take care of business. They start 2-0. My guess is that BYU will be in the top 25. And Utah would fall out of the top 25 because that second game is between the two teams for the last time since 2024. If not now, when? Still have... Three weeks or so, uh, August uh, 17th today. Excited for that game. Excited for the season to get started. Some quarterback news. Ohio State redshirt freshman C.J. Stroud. He's got some separation in that quarterback room. Scotty on that, uh, I go over there and put kids on the phone for them. I'm, I'm now a lackey for their show. and uh, that's Sweet. My, my, my job description is put... Utah players on the phone for that show now. Uh, he talked about the tight end room. The tight end room they got. The room. <laughs> the quarterback room in Ohio State Did has some separation. Well, Did you hear the phone immediately? No, I didn't hear it. I mean, I, I was actually doing interviews while uh, Dalton Kincaid was on the telephone, my telephone, using them, uh, talking to them. Uh, he said, the, the, the room, and then you got to get separation. That's the key. Separation and room. Those are two critical words in football these days. So he separated himself, according to head coach Ryan Day. And the battle is between Stroud and you got fellow redshirt freshman Jack Miller, who's from the Phoenix area, another kid that got away. And then true, not false, but true first-year freshman Kyle McCord, Quinn Evers. He's an early enrollee who skipped his last year of high school. And speaking of quarterback news, we've got University of Colorado. They have a quarterback, Shroud, who has got a significant knee injury, they're saying. Calderell was talking about that. Uh, And 
That would be redshirt freshman Brendan Lewis is the starter right now. They were neck and neck, Carl Durrell said, using the same terms that Kyle used on Saturday. Neck and neck. So Lewis doesn't have much experience for the Buffaloes. We'll see how that plays out. Now, of course, he'll have, if the season plays out, he'll have plenty of experience by the time we get to the huge rivalry game between Utah and Colorado, the legendary battle of whatever the hell they call it between those two teams. College football heating up for sure, taking advantage of it. BYU today doing some Zoom stuff again. Zoom all week, well, three times. Used to be in my day, and I'm an old-timer now. Back in the day when I worked for the Watchdog, media availability every day during fall camp which is actually training camp. I don't consider August fall. Uh, At no point does it even hit fall. It comes up a month short of fall. As I September 21st (laughs) is technically when fall begins. Yeah, so it comes, I call it training camp, August training camp, fall camp. As we all should. Yeah, uh, I'm going to start calling Thanksgiving Christmas and Halloween Thanksgiving. It's a month shy of having to be in there. Uh Uh-oh, I just got a text. I didn't silence my phone. I'm guessing it's from Scotty. Let me see. Oh no, Lloyd. <laughs> Just having fun. I'm not even going to read it. Come on, relax. Don't get excited. I'm sure they're they're getting on me because I said I'm a lackey now to put guys on the phone for them. So take it easy. More than willing to do it. The, the one thing about PK, he's the ultimate team player. So uh, should I even read it? Yaki, see what he says. Is he going to get on me? Because I think he is. It has a bad word. Let's not read it. <laughs> Oh, if it has a bad word? <laughs> yeah. Oh, you're the best. And he spelled your wrong. Come on. Come on. Ah. Well, U of U education. All right. That's college football right here on 97.5. Joe hating the zone. <laughs> Hashtag NFL. Alex Smith joining ESPN. Sure. Why not? Stay close to the game. Excited to see what he can do. Now, some guys you never know because... A lot of you jocks, they like to get in the cliches. We got to jump on them early, you know, that type of thing. And that that's a big thing that they like. So if he's not going to be cliche-ridden, then I'm all for it. Obviously a smart dude. See what he can bring. We'll have a cougar and a ute. Maybe they can team up. Because Steve Young's on that show. Or on that network, anyway, as an NFL analyst. I don't know what show he's going to be involved in. So, saying multiple roles. I'm not going to call him the worldwide leader. That's a self-appointed term. They're not. In fact, if anything, their influence has greatly been reduced since they tagged themselves with that. They're ESPN. I'm just going to leave it at that. What we got with Mahomes here? His signature show, the Mahomes One Impact FLX, we released. Signature shoe, not show. We got show here, buddy. Signature shoe. It's going to be released by Adidas. You know what Adidas stands for? All day I dream about soccer. I'm not surprised. <laughs> That's one of the rumored terms is what it stands for. No, yeah, between you and... We didn't do the updates and we didn't hit RSL yesterday. It was a glorious day. <laughs> I'm back, so... <laughs> uh, let me see. Do you have it on this list? Because if you do, I'm in charge today. We ain't talking about it. So he's going to have a signature. I'm going to rush out and buy it. Yeah, absolutely. Can't wait. Cam Newton telling the media that Bill Belichick has not told him who's going to be the starting quarterback. 
And that would be something if they started Mac Jones. If four or five rookies started. I don't think Trey Lance is going to start. He looked okay the other day. I don't know. You think he's going to start? I don't think he's going to start. The Niners have been insistent that Jimmy G is the guy. Yeah. yeah. We'll see. We know that Zachy's going to start. Yes. We know that Trevor Lawrence is going to start. Well, if you believe Irvin Meyer, there's an actual battle. Okay, yeah, he did say that. You're right, yeah, between uh, Lawrence and Minshew. Uh, But I still think that Lawrence is going to start. I think that maybe Irvin's playing a little head games there. I don't think there's any question, obviously, that Zach Wilson's going to start. Can Mac Jones start? What about Fields in Chicago? You know, they had acquired Dalton, said that he was going to be the starter. Uh, You wonder why. I mean, they made that announcement long before fall camp started in July uh, for the Bears. So we'll see. Uh, I would think that Newton would start, but I'm not close to the situation. What do I know there? I I would give Newton an opportunity. I still don't believe in him as much as I used to. I thought that. He'd be okay last year. I think he was a little less than okay. But it was a funky season. A bunch of guys opted out and all that stuff. Let's see what he can do this year before we bury him and say that his career as a full-time starter in the NFL is gone. But maybe it comes to that. With 17 games, we'll have plenty of time to see as we get started. The season starting on September 12th for the Dolphins. Excited. Certainly for excited. And I got an email from DirecTV. said they're giving me. They're giving me the Sunday package. Yeah. Sweet. Please don't fire us. Oh, is that what it is? I don't know. I just... I mean, I haven't had DirecTV for a long, long time. That's nice of them, though. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm looking forward to it. I enjoyed it last year, and uh, they gave it to me. My wife had an issue with them, and they gave it to us as some form of compensation. This year, they just sent us an email. According to what she told me, she looks at that stuff, said that they said they would give it to us, and yeah, then I can pick and choose which games I want to watch, which go back and forth. Sundays will be fun in my household for sure. One day after he was released by the Detroit Lions, Alex Brown was charged in connection with a non-fatal car accident, but also injured in his teammate, Charlie Timanalpu. That's as close as I'm going to get. The cornerback had been reckless driving, allegedly. He expected to be arraigned today. Falcons, their team is fully vaccinated right on 100%. Vax to the max. That's what I'm calling it. They are vaxxed to the maxed. Good for them. All right. That's your NFL 97.5, 1280 The Zone. Hashtag Utah Jazz. The Jazz Summer League team is closing it up today. They play the Philadelphia 76ers, such as they are, at 1.30, final game of the Summer League, and then they shut it down. Now, that game's available on ESPN3 and, of course, NBA television. I'll probably watch some of that this afternoon. BYU's got their Zoom call at 12.45. Lead right into it. Give me something to do work-wise in this Tuesday afternoon. Uh, so, I suspect we'll see Azubuke play well again. He's done well. And Forrest, I said yesterday, I was telling Lloyd sitting in for you, Yach, that I'm excited to see what yous can do. Because I know we had Jim Bayham on. Bayheim thought he was an NBA player. He didn't get much of a chance last year. I don't know how much of a chance he's going to get this year, but this might be the last time we see him play more than a scattered minutes here and there. So they close up Summer League. It's done. They're not eligible for this 
the title thing. Uh, what are they, 3-1 and one now? So they guaranteed five games, and this is the fifth game. Correct, yeah. They're in the consolation bracket officially. Yeah. Maybe they can win the bronze. <laughs> Maybe so. Huh? Right, come on, man. Bronze means something to some people around here. Yeah, better than, what do you get when you're fourth? You get nothing. You shut out. Summer League action, and then we'll see about uh, what happens from there. The NBA goes quiet for a little bit. Speaking of the NBA, let's get to that right now. Hashtag NBA. The NBA, man. The Celtics are going to pay Marcus Smart four years, $77 million contract extension. Wow. Man, that's just... I mean, he's okay. I'll give it to you. He's okay. Tough guy. Plays good defense. Not necessarily a good shooter. But $77 million to be an average guy in the league. Stick around. He's been in the league since 2014. Man, that is just life-altering money forever. And in the NBA, unless something happens there, all of that is guaranteed. Wow. Reports are the Sixers closing in on a four-year, $196 million Supermax contract for Joel Embiid. Joel, good old Joel, or Joel as they call him, Embiid. Man, wow. Now he's already making $65 million over the final two years of his current deal. <laughs> oh my goodness, man. The amount of money that these guys make. And I'm supposed to get excited about winning and losing. <laughs> One interesting note on that is this new contract doesn't have provisions in it to let the team out of any deal if he suffers another foot injury or a back injury he's dealt with previously. The other ones well, have yeah. had those outs. I mean, they played 72 games. He played 51. I mean, that's who Embiid is. Yeah, but... It, He'll have load management next to his name in October. I was going to say, it's going to be coming. So, I mean, that's, that's exactly who he is. He's the anti Carl Malone. And Carl Malone, 82, 82, 82, 82. Joel Embiid, 51, 61, 65. I mean, you know it's coming. It will happen. And if for, for you who wonder why I, I don't get caught up in the final score... $65 million on a deal, and he's signing a $196 million deal. I mean, I'm not good at math, but that's over $250 million to play basketball. Wow. Man. <laughs> I'm surprised these guys worry about winning and losing, actually. I give them credit for actually caring. Because when you're getting that kind of cash... Yeah, man, good for them, though. They do care about it, and they do work hard at it. That's That's good. Great. I'm excited for them to to do that. And when they get in the playoffs, the money, when the ball goes up, it isn't about the money. Yeah. I don't know that I could do that. To me, when the ball goes up and when it comes down, I'm richer for when, it, when, when the ball goes up. By the time it comes down, I've made more money in that split second. Uh, and good for them, man. They are competitive and they want to win, and that's what makes it fun for me is having them want to win. The fact that we have winners and losers, that's good enough for me to watch to watch them compete. I don't necessarily care who does the winning or losing, but I like enjoy I enjoy watching people, man, woman, doesn't matter who it is, compete to win, knowing that there's losses. I mean, in the Olympic deal when Canada won, you know, the girl lady soccer in uh, Sweden, they lost. I mean, the Swedish gals were just visibly distraught. And of course, the Canadian gals were going crazy, and that was fun. That was fun to watch. We're watching it during the show actually. 
was a couple of Fridays ago. And it went to penalty kicks. A crazy way to end the game, but I certainly enjoy it as a fan. All right, that's your NBA right here on 97.5, 1280 The Zone. Hashtag Major League Baseball. Big League Baseball. Yankees get Garrett Cole back from COVID-19, and he goes on to strike out nine. He's watching some of that game. The Angels lose 2-1. to one. Cole, probably the best pitcher in the American League, 11 and 6 on the season. Giants continue to win. That was on the MLB Network. Chris Bryant acquired from the Cubs here a few uh, days ago. Homer twice as they came from behind, maintaining their lead in the NL West. Dodgers beat the Pirates. Uh, Max Muncie and Billy McKinney hit home runs, and that's all she wrote. Now, that uh, who was the pitcher for the Dodgers? Because, oh, Jackson. He pitched at the U, right? He started. Didn't he start? i got to double-check that. Uh, I thought that that was going to be the game on MLB Network, but it ended up being uh, the Giants. I mean, they'd have been advertised. I don't know how that works. The Snig Dog would know that, but I don't know that. It seemed like they were advertising the Giants or the uh, Pirates and Dodgers all day long as I was watching MLB yesterday afternoon, and then they went ahead with the other game, the Dodgers and not Dodgers weren't shown. It was the Giants and the Mets. But yeah, Jackson got... Oh, he didn't start. I know what they did. They had the real, how you say his name, just pitched an inning as... Oh, we did this. Yeah, yeah, that's what it was. But Tampa's done. Right. And then they brought in Jackson, who did... I think he pitched at the University of I know he did. Andre Jackson. So he goes the next four innings... Uh, and only gave up two. The Pirates, Pirates aren't very good, but he only gave up two hits. Walked four, that was not good. Struck out five, that was good. But yeah, he gave him four solid innings for them. He didn't get the win because they didn't score until uh, they hit a home run in the seventh and hit a home run in the eighth. So when he left, the game was, uh, was tied, 0-0. So good for him. Andre Jackson, former U of U pitcher, making his major league debut, I think it was, is what they were talking about, according to the MLB Network thing when they would do the cut-ins. Excited for them. Padres lost. They got back uh, Tatiste on Sunday and then went to Colorado yesterday and lost. Bees won. Four pitchers combined to throw a two-hitter as they blanked the Sacramento River Cats. Six-zip. They got the series finale tonight at 6.35, of course, at, of course, at Smith's Ballpark. Padres pick up Jake Arrieta. Now, he just got shelled the other night for the Cubs. He was 5-11 with a 6-8-8 ERA. But the Padres are losing starting pitching left and right, man. Left-handers, right-handers, ambidextrous guys. It doesn't matter. <laughs> They're trying to stay in the race. Yeah, wow, man. And they got the Reds healthy. breathing right down their necks. I think the Reds are only like about a half game back as they just pulverized the Cubs last night. Joey Votto got his 2,000th hit. Speaking of Canadians. Vato, 2000. He's been a fixture there at first base for the Cincinnati Reds for a long time. And speaking of the Cubs and the Reds, they are announced to be the teams that will play in Dyersville, Iowa next year, the Field of Dreams 2022. Man, that's going to be tough because that was such a smashing success to follow that up. But I guess you got to try. I think maybe they should do a thing that where. It'll take a while to get through. I don't know, haven't heard them announce it, but maybe they can do a thing where everybody can play there. They can have turns, uh, Cubs and uh, Reds close, relatively speaking. 
uh, to where uh, they only had 8,500 or so, so they'll probably sell out. There's a bunch of people who are saying that this should be the White Sox at all times, considering Field of Dreams is connected yeah, exactly. to that franchise. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. And they did look cool in those old school uniforms. And start a guy like Lance Lynn, who looked like he's a throwback dude, big <laughs> yeah. husky dude with a beard. Yep. Look like he's from the early uh, 1900s he there. He fit right in. Yeah, he really did. I mean, I thought he was a character from the Cosner and Lance Lynn. If I didn't know who Lance Lynn looked like, I would have thought he would have been one of those guys who was uh, on the field at that time in the movie. So, good for that one. It's funny how movies stick. Some movies become cult favorites for years and years, and I think Phil Dreams is in that category. But it's got to be a good movie, too. We should talk about that. Save that for next summer. Which movies are cult movies that you talk about years after their release? Like, for instance, why do people make a big deal about the Brady Bunch? I, I don't get it. I, I don't understand. Why do, we, why do we talk about the Brady Bunch all these years later and they have cast reunions? Who cares? I was not a Brady Bunch guy. But some, some things stick and they stay for... Really, forever. And we'll see if that's the case. Field of Dreams will, and the Field of Dreams field, and the game that they used, that they played there, was a hit. Uh, what was it, last week? And we'll see what happens in the coming years. All right, there you go. That is what's trending. Coming up, man, that's something we need to talk about. Who's going to start a quarterback in New Orleans? Is it going to be the former Cougar, the undrafted one? Is he going to be the ultimate success story to go from undrafted Taysom Hill to start? And if he starts, that would be two Cougars that will be gone program, independent, that goes 7-6 and six every year. But when they have the cream puff schedule, they manage to win 11 ball games and don't beat anybody. You know that program that nobody the talks about. The will be gone program. Yeah, yes. that in-state team. Can they have two starters in the NFL at quarterback? Can you believe it? We'll have Ross Jackson, host of Locked on Saints and Locked on the NFL podcast, joining us in about an hour and a half. We got the Monsonian Institute, jazz lover, Gordon Monson. <laughs> jazz lover, among other things. Oh, you listen to their show? Yeah, you know. Him and Jake, they love the jazz. They love themselves some jazz, man. This next season is going to be Are you trying it. to get him to hang up on me when I call I'm him? I'm trying to get him to. I mean, I listen to their show. And they're very, very optimistic about them. And for good reason. Well, join us in about half hour. Stay with us. PK flying solo today. Need your help. Need your listenership to get me through this morning. Whatever gets you through the morning is all right. It's all right with me. Stay with us. 97.5, 1280 The Zone.